Welcome to the one and only Mojo Moments. I'm Thane Calder, and I'm with Mark Delinsky with the JJJJ at the end of his name. With the JJJJ. What's going on? <laughs> Uh, well, what's going on? What's going on? We're supposed to be all pumped up and showing the world that we're running along and feeling good. We are, aren't we? Have yeah, you run today? Are you going about. for a run? What's what's your deal? Because you're a big runner uh, now. No time for the run. I ran yesterday. Okay. How far did you run yesterday? Did you do a good time? What? What? How? How? What? Okay, let's start with that. You've you've gotten into running. How seriously are you taking it this year? I'm doing this. Uh, this is my mojo around running is it's going to ramp up to some epicness. But right now I'm in the I'm getting the Fitbit back on. OK, um, but I'm not too concerned about tracking all the data yet. Just okay. I'm just getting the wheels going again, because after the winter, I run less. I was more into like, you know, mountain touring on the skis or cross country skiing. So now I'm just getting the cobwebs off and i'm not too concerned about any of the data but you know i'm doing capturing it you i got into it last year uh in a pretty decent way i mean so did everybody it, it was that's what everybody did because it was well, the only it was thing you could therapy. do therapy yeah it was it was yeah it was and and that was super fun but i got to a point sort of in october last year where i basically stopped for the the winter i just like it i stopped running and then now that the weather's got back, I'm, I've decided that I'm going to take it a bit more seriously this year and follow like a regime and try and not only use it for like the the emotional and physical benefits, but almost like like just collective all of it together, improving my whole mental state by having something that I'm going towards and and trying to accomplish it as best I can. It's been a lot of fun, challenging can, but fun. Can I give you advice? Yes. You didn't ask for it, but I'm giving it to you. I'm all into like, okay, set yourself a goal, whatever, but don't use the word regime. That just doesn't feel mojo like. Man. Yeah, it's true. I mean, it was a weird, weird word for me to use when I when it came out of my mouth, but it, <laughs> there's a bit more structure to it because before I was really doing it in like a, oh, okay, I had like, I have some time, kids asleep, I'm going to go for a run. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, I run, and I was like, okay, cool. I, I, I was doing you know a pretty quick five k routinely, and I was like, great, like that's good, right? Like the way it started is is going into twenty twenty. I thought, oh, you know, it'd be kind of cool. I'll I'll run a five k this year. I've never run, you know, systematically to a distance in my life. That's a new thing. I could do that. It's easy to do. I, I'd stopped really doing exercise since having having Theo, and that's that was going on three years at that point. Before then, I used to play a lot of hockey, and I never really switched into a new form of exercise. So I thought, okay, I'll give myself a little goal. I'll try and hit it. COVID happened. No run. Like I, I was going to do the Scotiabank one last year, which was I think end of April. So I was like, cool. Give me a couple months. I'll, I'll run the five k. That's great. And so I, I got in the condition to do it and I ran that I was able to do it. And I was like, cool, could I do more? And then I tried to do a little more, but then it just became like, that's what I did. I did like 5k two times a week. Great. I got in better shape. I was the best shape I'd been in since having a kid, Yeah, <laughs> um, which was great. But then it hit October. I stopped. And then now that the weather's better, I'm like, I, I can actually like try and have a bit more structure in how I'm approaching it. And so that's what I'm doing this year. And it's been fun, challenging, but fun. 
I have a bit more of an age jump on you, so I'm not as much in the the kid and nest mode. So I've been able to break out a little further and have a regime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a you've been word. in a regime since you've had a kid, buddy. <laughs> uh, no, but so last year, uh, well, I, actually, the true story is for. The, so I'm 50 now, uh, but. When I was mid-40s, I was kind of like, what's something I'd like to achieve? Because I was kind of like running and I was doing it a bit like you, you know. It's a bit seasonally, a bit 5K here and, and 6K, whatever. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's something I'd like to do. Not a, not a marathon, too long, too much training, but a half marathon. It's like, that would be a good goal and I'd like to go. And I was I kept eyeing, there's this one in, in Magog, more of a country one. Uh, or countryside, apparently hilly, but whatever. I was like, that'd be nice. It's in the fall. It's cooling off, be pretty, all that stuff. And every year there was an issue. I pulled my back. I broke my foot. I was too busy. I didn't train, whatever. So, so keep that. So park that in the story. Back to the regime. So in the spring pandemic, I actually Googled like in some runner magazines, I think it was Canadian runner, just some recommended things to train for a half marathon. But I'm like, there's no half marathons because it's pandemic. There's no more. But I was just like, and they were like recommending, you know, you go out a few times a week and you want to have at least once a week the what they call the long run. It's never, the it's not the length of a half marathon, but you kind of edge it up from 12, 14, 15 and run. So my, my long run in a week was about 15 to 17. Then all my other runs were between 7 and 12. And now five to me feels like it's just, mind you, maybe if I put more intensity, it would mean something and, and I should. And, and again, I'm not really following because in the regime thing, they, they actually recommend that you do these. Um, There's techniques and stuff. There's oh, like you run, it, yeah. you do an easy run with strides and then you do yeah. long it's runs, like, tempo you, runs, all so that. So I'm in the middle of that right now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But the point of my whole story here is I started training as if I was, but I had no intention of doing a half marathon because there weren't any marathons booked or available. So here's a fun little story. Uh, so you remember in mid-40s, I'm like, ah, you know, it's something I should do but in my 40s. So literally on Sunday, July 26, around 2.30 in the afternoon, and we'd had a hot little period there. Um, and that day, it kind of cooled off to like low 20s but sunny or you know mixed cloud sun. And I went out for my run and it was going to be my long run, you know, like a 15K. And I, I got around the three, 4K mark and I'm like, this is feeling good. I'm like, why don't I just do my own half marathon, man? I'm just going to do this. Fuck it. I know the length. I'm just going to keep going. So I, I, and I'm feeling it. I'm on this country road. It's a bit, little like kind of with a view. I'm like, and I jack up my speed. Like I got energy in me and I'm just like, I'm going to pace this a little better than, you know, do my, You're give some thought more. into it. So I'm going <laughs> and literally I'm not screwing with you. Five minutes later, my, the muscle, my calf muscle seizes on my left leg. I'm like, oh, gee. No, what? There's Come always on. something. There's always something with you. And you're like, this is it. So, I'm done. So then I, I find this little, you know, fence post, and I stretch it out a little. You know, I was like, you know what? I've had an excuse every single time. I'm gonna run this. I'll just slow it down a little. 
I'm going to run through this pain, maybe with the warmth or whatever, it'll go away. And I'm going to, unless I just can't walk anymore. Okay. I'm doing this. Oh, maybe I'll even walk the damn thing. But if I can't walk, then I'm over. But otherwise I'm doing this. Even if it takes eight hours. And so I, I get going on, I go slowly and it just kind of the pain disappears. It's a little there, there's a little, but I, it's fine. And I finish the damn thing and now my, my Fitbit, I don't really trust whether it's exactly right. I tack on a little extra half K. I do 22K. I'm into numbers that are like that. The two two is kind of cool. And it was epic. And I'm like, anyone who knows and wonders if I procrastinate, you have the answer. Because that July 26 was the day before my birthday when I turned 50. So there you go. <laughs> the last day, the last hours of my 40s, I pulled off my half marathon. It's like I, I think one year, didn't your injury come like a week before you were supposed to run, like the race? I don't know. No. There was I one don't time know. like you put no, like your ankle or something. Yeah. A month before. Anyway, so that's that. So why why do you love running? I'm curious. I didn't used to like it. I always thought it was stupid. I was like, why am I going to go outside and run? Like I I would much rather have an objective to my running. So like if I'm say I'm playing Cosm hockey or I'm playing soccer, like I have an objective to what I'm supposed to do. Whereas yeah, running to is just sport, like sport. You got to move exactly. Like I, I got to do something. It's not just like me arbitrarily deciding I'm going to run over to that point and back again when I'm not being chased by a bear, like I, I feel like I would need an, an, an instigation to do it. But like last year though, was, I had already decided I wanted to run, run, run the 5k. And then there was nothing else you could do. So I started getting into it and I like having goals and stuff. Like I have like targets and, and, and things. So when I was able to set that goal last year of the 5k, which in hindsight was a really simple goal, because now, like, as you say, like, once you get into it, like the 5k becomes like just uh, the basic kind of run. Uh, I've, I don't know. I just, I got into it and there's so much in what we do, uh, especially when you're doing the creative stuff, but everything is subjective. Everything that you do can, can be right to someone and wrong to someone else. And especially when you're writing, you can always rewrite and you can do all these things. But I found that what was nice about running is like, if I want to run, 10 kilometers that 10 kilometers is 10 kilometers away and if i do it i'm done and like that has happened it is simple and sure there's all the the exercise and the moments uh of solitude where i'm listening to my podcast and i'm running around not my podcast but like yeah. i'm listening to a podcast i listen to myself talking <laughs> i love hearing when I'm my own very self-critical and i'm listening to myself talk about these podcasts but what I'm listening to to podcasts and and I'm outside and I I'm getting all that I guess I'm probably getting endorphins and all that sort of good stuff. But I can see myself getting better at something that's tangible. There's like a statistic to it. It's like oh I ran that slightly faster. I'm getting better. So you <laughs> data something. geek on this stuff. I like do. I, so what I, do you I've use to capture it. your data? Um, I've, I've gotten really into Strava. We started okay. using Strava oh, yeah, at yeah, work Strava. as, as a sort of competition team building tool last year. We, we'd done it before, but it, we had a guy named Jan who would just bike for like 
six hours do yeah, yeah, 300 and the biker dudes on strava compared you can't be because when you Let's run say he's a long it's, distance it's, biker like he's an endurance biker and so he would just go out once on the saturday every week and crush everyone so there, there was no competition that year and now last year during covid like everyone was trying to like get in we we were obviously encouraging everyone to be active and we, and we used it as a bit of a team building thing and in our weekly meeting group meeting, we would, we would discuss how everybody did and this, that, and the other. So it was fun. So I got into it that way. And I've always been into like Fitbits and stats and stuff like that, just to, just to track something that is basic, like even just tracking steps is fun. But when I got into Strava, it was just interesting. Like you could see like, Oh, that was my pace. Per but I find, that, I find that cool to think, you know, I, th- I thought when I was going to ask you and expect a short answer, um, <laughs> uh why you're such you... a dick this is a podcast you're supposed to talk and tell okay. stories yeah we don't get paid for longer uh we don't get paid at all but i hear there's a lineup of sponsors coming but when i asked you why you love running and knowing that you're a creative mind i was expecting i wasn't expecting this side of you the the, the more analytical side yeah yeah it's funny it's uh but it's good it's cool it's a good discovery <laughs> It's good. It's going to come up in your review. Uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, but no, it's been fun. And and now that I'm on this regime slash structure slash schedule or whatever, like framework. I'm using it. Framework. Framework. <laughs> guiding. Principles. Stru- whatever. Principles. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's been interesting. I'm like, oh, like today I I was supposed to do a, what's a tempo run. So you're supposed to run slightly faster than your easy runs. But yeah. like when <laughs> I'm doing that, and I realized I ran it way too fast. I see you felt like you burnt yourself up. Yeah, no, because I was running it and because I was doing it before we started, like just before we started recording. Uh, and I was like, oh, I, I got I to gotta run it so I can get back and I can shower and change. And I get, so, so I ran it quite quickly. And I realized I was like, I could really slow it down and it'd be a lot more. So it's, it's interesting. I can I can actually see what I've done and objectively critique it to move on. And then next time I can just do it a little differently. Whereas, which is interesting because when you run, you like it because you can let your mind wander and that's where you start connecting dots that you didn't otherwise see, right? Yeah, that, well, I've shared that with you, but it, that that's one of the things I do like about it. But it doesn't mean, you know, if I take, and which I don't do, I'm trying to not always have uh, earbuds or, or, or having music or whatever. Uh, when I have music or podcasts, obviously I'm not as in my mind connecting dots so i'd say that's one thing i like about running is it's a way of sort of cleaning the cobwebs from the brain and and all my best thinking or where i feel it's the best thinking that's all in the eye of the beholder uh or in the head of the beholder whatever the expression the point is it is the place that that happens and probably endorphins help and all that but if i were to strip away a couple layers what I love about running fundamentally is the minimalist escape. You don't need much. Obviously, good shoes helps good 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 investment, but even there you don't need great shoes. It may you may get injuries. But the point is it's I feel a real you know, because you were saying like in, in your day to day you don't always have control of a or B, you know, is it going to be well-received, badly received? I thought where you were going to go with that, and then you went down the analytical trail, uh, is 
is I feel it's something that I don't feel hindered by things. Like I've did, my son really likes biking, my eldest son. So I, I, I did a bit of that with them, but I actually, the, what I don't like about biking is you're a bit dependent on technology. Chains have issues sometimes. The brakes are not working. The tire. I kind of love that it. I'm not. There's not anything that I'm really dependent upon except your own body and getting out there. Yeah, there's a simplicity at its essence, which is really nice. Like when I started last year, I, I had just I had the shoes that I had had in my house. I just put on some shorts that I had and a t-shirt, and that was it. Like just, I'm picturing you going out with like loafers on, <laughs> some some basketball. So I wore a short coat. I wore a short coat. I wore plaid pants and some wingtips, and I crushed it. But you're right. Like there's a simplicity, you know. It's it's you and it's the road and it's your body and it's as far as you are willing to take yourself. Which is so interesting. And, and, you know, obviously when I'm here or, you know, in the city or in my in my cottage, I have certain routes and I try to change it up, but you, you find the ones you like. But the other thing I like about it in pre-pandemic with biz traveling is I, I, I even bought a bag that I can throw shoes in into a zone that doesn't get everything else sandy or dirty. It, you take it on trips, man. Yeah. And it's such a cool way, like, to see a city, you know, and you can Google, there's all these geeky forms you can find running routes or whatever. And I try and figure them out, at least get tips. Of, you don't want to, I don't want to, again, I don't want to be hindered. I don't want to over like, am I on the right road right now? But, oh, okay, that part of town, I might find a park or a, a ravine, uh, not at night, but during the day that could could be interesting. And, and like, you know, like I'm Paris, I've had some runs like, yeah, there's traffic and all that, but you know, first of all, most incredible city. But when you're running around and you just see, it's just so epic, man. Yeah, it's so really beautiful. cool. There was one time, like we were, just before we filmed a, a video with Maddie Matheson for Kijiji the night before. I just went for a run because like, I brought my shoes with me. It was easy to take. Where you know, were you? On. Where were you? We were downtown Toronto. We were staying yeah. at the Le Germain, uh, right downtown, and so I, you know, I ran down past. Uh, you know, Sky Dome, the CN Tower, yeah, and then yeah, down yeah. to the water, and like, and I looped back around, and I was like, "This is cool." Like, I've, I've never like when and I you lived grew in Tron- up there. I grew up there, but I'd never run yeah. downtown. You know, yeah, you at would, night. Yeah, because you didn't live downtown, so you wouldn't go well, run. That's downtown. it. The only time yeah. I was downtown at night, I was probably liquored up, wandering around. You know, liquored up, get her done, liquored up. Yeah, I've done a lot of runs in Toronto. Uh, one of my favorites, although it depends on the wind direction. Uh, is down to the Cherry uh, Beach. Cherry Beach. But there's near there an incinerator thing, so if the wind's the wrong way. <laughs> but but there's I also the like... bird sanctuary, right, on the spit, so if the wind's the wrong way that way. Yeah, maybe that too. <laughs> and the port's on the other side, so then you got uh, the... <laughs> But I've done, you know, some, I said ravines earlier, and I guess that's where I've run ravines in Toronto. And, yeah, the dawn. Uh, I'll tell you the so Paris obviously cityscape run is incredible, but my absolutely bestest, favoritest, memorableest run, and all none of those are words, but that's okay, is in Vancouver, the endowment lands. So it's this chunk of land sort of between 
downtown and uh, in Point Grey, which is where UBC is, as you're, as you're heading out, there's a part of it that's just, they can't build on that, whatever endowment lands mean. But anyway, it's a chunk of land. It's not really a park. You know, you have Stanley Park. I've run that. It's very nice. But the endowment lands, you run through the forts. It's all those giant Douglas firs or and 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 the canopy of like needles on the on the ground and it's literally and the odors of something that that west coasty like literally my best run best run in there there you go but you don't go you don't go there at night though apparently <laughs> weird dudes come out so and we're done. Uh, moving on next week, our guest will be blank, blank, and blank. Uh, that's it for today. No, no, sorry. No, I, 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 I got all poetic about my favoriteest run. Do you have another? No, I'm still, I'm still a novice. I'm still getting used to it. I mean, it's... Okay, I have a deal. I have a deal. And let's try and do this because I've been in these running magazines. I've actually bought physical magazines of running. I still like. I still like... There's a couple of things I do like. I still like getting a magazine every once in a while. I, still, say, I have a magazine s- subscription. Of, mag- for running? No, not for running. For oh, other okay. stuff. Anyway, I've actually I have three magazines of running that I've bought that I keep. My wife's like, can we throw these out? And I'm like, no, no, no. I still I for I like going back in. And and two of them are Canadian running or whatever they're called. And they talk about like there's a whole culture out there. Massive and, community. And there's dudes and dudettes and whatever. They go off like buddies, go off to marathon, not even not even city ones, like in Gatineau or in Lac Meganic or whatever. If you're up for it, dude, that and we get out of this pandemic. Yeah. Know, <laughs> are you gonna do for, it? We'll do it together. We'll do a road trip weekend and we my gathering is what people do is they do the run and at the end of the day they do a barbecue and have some beers with their buddies. Yeah, and, and they hang out. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I'm actually really excited, like because it's one of those things that, as you said, you can do anywhere. So if we ever get back to a thing where you can actually travel and you can visit places, even if it's for work, it'd be fun to still be able to do that and do that in different places. Yeah. yeah. But here's the rule. There's no rule when we run. So if one person just wants to go another way and the other, the other. <laughs> well, yeah, no, yeah, yeah whatever. You remember, no rule. Like, that's the freedom. The one thing. rule is there's no rule. Yeah. So uh, on that note, I guess we say goodbye and thank you to our huge audience of people that endure our mojo moments. Yeah. We hope it brings you a little mojo. Yeah. And if if you're missing mojo, go for a run. You'll go see. for a run or listen to more of our podcasts. And share it with or all your friends. Or listen to our sister podcast, Clickbait and Switch. Some good retail uh, advice on plugging, there. Plug- I'm going to have to start another podcast so I can plug my other podcast. Yeah. Might do that. Mark Delinsky, co-host of the Clickbait and Switch podcast. (laughs) Available wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, moving on. Mojo Moments says goodbye. Bye, buddy.